Hello and welcome to Vampire TV, your weekly recap for Food, Food, Food. It's Thanksgiving week, and we are thankful for me and superheroes. Mostly me, though. I feel like I'm thankful for Chris <laughs> Evans and food and also booze. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sweaters, yeah. cable knit God, sweaters. God, Chris Evans and cable knit sweaters. It's a thing I didn't know that I needed until I saw it. Okay, th- and this then is he a swore while wearing podcast. the sweater and immediately arrived. And not a Knives Out podcast. All right, so. we'll go see Knives Out, though. <laughs> I do need to. So we are here to talk about superhero stuff. We've got all of our shows, which is Batwoman, The Flash, Arrow, God, Supergirl. The weirdest order every single time. Black Lightning Arrow, and Titans. Batwoman. No, I like to I like to mix it up every oh time God. and challenge myself. Every time you're doing that in your head, and I'm like counting them off of my fingers. Going, I know, right? Okay, he's gonna forget one. <laughs> I did not. Oh, so. well, I don't pay attention at all. It's not Aww. my job here. I'm color commentary. Yeah. I would love to make a sports related reference, but I don't know enough about the sports to like name I can't a color think commentator. of what the other guy does. It's I like am here to draw on the screen commentary. Like I don't. I'll, I'll, there's color com and I'll look it up. I'm here for color commentary. Uh, you're Chrissy Teigen. That's who you're I am. Chrissy Teigen. You're LL Cool J. Not Vanilla Ice. LL Cool J. Wow. I'm Chrissy Teigen. And They're nothing alike. One of them successful. The other tries to flip houses. Okay. Wait, uh, LL Cool J is a house flipper? What? No. no. Vanilla, Vanilla Ice. Ice. <laughs> LL Cool J is obviously the successful one. See, I thought that you were making a comment about success versus LL Cool J and. Uh, Chrissy Teigen. And I was like, this better not be a Chrissy Teigen diss. No, they've got that dope show. Mm-hmm. Um, not So You Think You Can Dance. Uh, lip Sync Battle. Yeah, it's we great. got there. Cool. Fun anyway, times. let's talk about superheroes. All right. Any news? No, actually. I don't know. The world's on fire. Men are garbage. I don't know what other news to talk about. <laughs> Dude looks real good in his play lightning suit. Color commentary and play-by-play. I'm Guller. You're play-by-play. Okay. There, yeah, there's nothing going on, right? Like, I don't think so. I think everything was kind of on news hiatus for Thanksgiving week. I mean, mm-hmm. I read a really fun article about um, the thirstiest songs in Disney films. I don't know if that's like news. Bless the Mary Sue. Bless the Mary Sue. Doing the Lord's work. They are. But yeah, I don't. I don't remember seeing anything. Mm-mm. Okay, well then let's dive right in with Titans. Arrow. Arrow's <laughs> first. It's the OG. Arrow first. Wouldn't it be we the OA? We do Titans last. God, get out. Get it? Original Arrow? We no. can go. They also have a bunch of little blue men running around. What? Helping run the Green Lantern Corps. OA. Oh, because it's Oa? Yeah. 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 Do you get it? Do you get it? I'm not sure this mic is big enough to col- to collect it's my extremely heavy sigh. <laughs> I'm going to break your finger, I swear to God. Be a leader! Okay. Let's talk about Arrow. They went to Russia, where it's uh, almost as cold as it is here. Yeah. Right. Oh my God, you're such a wuss. You're from a northeast-ish state. Yeah, and then she left because they get too cold, mm-hmm. and no one it's likes not that. Also, not cold. All the houses there are prepared for winter, and so it's not cold inside. Oh yeah, what? these houses aren't built that my way. My house is mm-hmm. prepared. Look, we have sleeping bags up in the rafters to help. No, those insulate. are camping. That's not for insulation. <laughs> no. Yeah, so they they go to Russia. Uh, Oliver brings along his kids. Which was As super you do nice. When you and go Laurel. To meet the yeah, right. Yeah, uh, the two babies who are not babies anymore, and Laurel, and uh, B-side Diggle goes and finds my man, Roy. Yeah, the Red Arrow. I, 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 I really thought one of you was gonna like. Oh, oh, oh! Wow. Is oh, it no. Roy or Ray? Ray or Roy? Roy or Ray? It's Roy. It's Roy. It's yeah. Roy. Yeah. So he he collects Roy from a mechanic shop and is like, "What's up?" Also, he's not the Red fun? Arrow in this universe. I thought he. Mm-mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's Arsenal. No, he was he was the Red Arrow when he was running around in the red suit with, with Oliver. Was he? I thought yeah. that was uh, Thea. No, she was Speedy. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, my God. I just blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he went to get Roy, and we were all very excited because we love Roy. Yeah. He's so pretty. Yeah. Also, the number of flips, like, intensified. Any Dude, anytime he's here, flipping intensifies. Yeah. Colton Haynes is just like, I want to flip 17 times. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Where's I my stuff, guys? That's just how contract. he lives his life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I was on the other show, and I got to do a bunch of flips when I was a lizard. And so now on this show, I want to do a bunch of flips, too. He's a lizard wear person. <laughs> a wear lizard. There was another cool. word for that. Canima. Canima. There it is. I think he... I wonder if he can cast spells. No, he doesn't he, have magic. Because he'd be a wizard? It's a were-lizard. Uh. Should we just, like, stop the podcast now? <laughs> we could be watching The Mandalorian, is all I'm saying. <laughs> Get off! We could be watching the season finale of Titans, where Dick Grayson shows up in his Nightwing suit. It's culturally appropriated symbol of his lightning, lightning... Oh, my God. Wow. Nightwing suit? Anyway, Arrow... The Bratva Fight Club. Yeah, so they they need to go and find some matter zapper gun, basically, to potentially shoot the monitor. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, well, there's only 14 people in Russia, so let's go talk to (laughs) Antonoli. Well, he tells Dig before they leave, you know, that he wants to be honest with his kids, but only about the good things. We're not talking about all the bad, shady shit that I did when I was, you know, in my early 20s. We're only talking about all the good heroic stuff we did, because that's great. And nope. that's definitely how you teach your kids. No. Nope. And then they're like, wait, you were in the Bratva? You did You did what? And he's like, yeah, ah, I did that. <laughs> Whatever, because by the end of this, like, they got a dope new uncle. Yes. And I am here for it. Yeah, Anatoly tells um, Mia that she's his new favorite American. Yeah. <laughs> and Oliver's like, I'm, I'm right here. Also, also, he tells that to everyone. I love that Oliver, or Stephen Amell, I guess, has gotten a little squishier in the middle. Oh my god, it's so cute. If you notice, like, he de- he did not take his shirt off for the stick fighting scene with Mia, mm-hmm. which at first I thought was because they were trying to keep it less sexy, because obviously these two actors are not related, so we mm-hmm. need to keep down any potential sexual tension between the two of them because they're playing father and daughter. Yeah. Um, but then they like, did some shots of him like from the side and I was like, oh, he's got a little belly. Oh, baby Look, man, belly. It's, it's season eight. He's on the way out. And he doesn't he's care. Like, I'm good. I got a bulk up for my no, wrestling show. I love show. that. This is yeah. not a detriment at all. Oh, no, no, for sure. For no, sure. Squishy Oliver is a cute Oliver. I wonder mm-hmm. if it was a purposeful choice to give him a bit of a dad bod because now he's running around. Because now he's a, dad. he's a dad. He's a dad. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> They're like, hey, how would you feel about getting a little so-? and he's just like, yes. <laughs> Please let Can me I have a donut. Burger? Can I like maybe do fewer crunches? Like maybe just 100 a day yeah. instead of 10,000? <laughs> God. I don't think you know how many crunches people normally do. I do not. Okay. Because I do zero. <laughs> it is definitely somewhere between 100 and 10,000 Terry though. Crews can do a, th- a 10,000 push-ups. Terry Crews is a beast. Yeah. I was reading something about how he like gets up at 6 a.m. and immediately starts working out. He doesn't eat breakfast until 2. What? That's, that's not He works out then. hungry all day. Do you know why? Actually, that's because your body's already um, processed all of the fat in your system. Mm-hmm. So um, it won't work. Or instead of going after muscle, if you had had like a fat filled, I don't know. There's something about it. I forgot. But anyways, <laughs> if you burn more fat if you do, if you work out on a empty stomach yeah but you also feel terrible yeah i did it once and i threw up almost so like no thank you <laughs> it's garbage but- yeah so pretty much they, they run around russia uh they have a good time they get in some fights they they get in some fight club fights like nothing really happened yeah 
but it was all, all very gets, nice. He gets in that cage and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do whatever it takes." And then that dude shows up and he is ginormous. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, "Oh shit, Oliver is about to get his ass kicked." And then it looks like he's gonna, and then he breaks out the like deadly move there at the end. I like that because I think Oliver was kind of playing it safe. And then I think the guy did something mm-hmm. he didn't like, and he went, "Well, we're done here." Yeah. Also, uh. His own son selling his himself and his daughter for like a six on two yeah. fight. Hey, they they could do six. <laughs> they could do six. That was great. Whatever. William had faith in them. I love William. God, he's yeah, great. he's great. I think the biggest takeaway from this episode is that we all know uh, Lila is working for the Monitor. Dude, yeah, I really Busted. enjoyed that. Not only did they not have Laurel flip because that just would have been boring and completely walking back her character, mm-hmm. but she was like, mm, nope. I'm uncomfortable with this. It's time to tell everybody. Loved it. Loved it. Because secrets are bad. Yeah. Secrets are bad. Yeah, so I'm wondering, though, if um, whatever we have in the next episode with Lila talking to Oliver, if that's going to get him more on board with working with the monitor, if she's been his uh, right hand. spokesperson. Well, it's like, how do we know at this point which is the monitor and which is the anti-monitor? Because they are literally played by the same actor. I don't know how I'm supposed to tell which is which. What? One looks like the Night King from Game of Thrones. <laughs> so that that helps a lot. Well, then we haven't seen him yet. But he yeah, could be theory. wearing a fake monitor mask. <laughs> Just like pops it off Mission Impossible style. Ha <laughs> ha, it was me, the anti-monitor. I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you pesky kids. Oliver's like, I'm 48. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and yeah, that, that was mostly it. Um, Roy, uh, John ends up like, you know, Sweet talking Roy into sticking around more and being like, hey, man, you know, you're going to be ragey anyway. Do it on a team. Well, I where like people that can kind of hit you on the head if you get too said, weird. We just said, like, fuck it to potential paradoxes and we're just sharing all the future knowledge. Yeah. I do like that a lot where, like, um, you disappeared to an island forever. And that's mm-hmm. what his plan was when Diggle first hit him up. He's like, I'm just going to go away to, like, lay on you or wherever. Uh-huh. And I like how Diggle's like, don't don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Hang out with us. It's not going to solve your problem. And in the future, you do come back from the island and join the team, and everything's pretty chill. Mm-hmm. So why not just do that now? Do that now. Also, like, the only way to get a hold of that, like, lust for violence is practice. Mm-hmm. And you can do that with a team around you who has the ability to stop you. Yeah, for sure. Plus, also, I I wonder if they're just not worried about paradoxes as much. Paradoxi? Paradoxin? Paradoxes. Um, <laughs> Paradoxicas. Yeah, that, that, wow. that makes sense. Yeah, I wonder if they're not worried about paradoxicas as much just because the universe is ending. And they're like, okay, fuck it, man. <laughs> We're going to use every tool in the workbench. Yeah. I don't I don't think that's right. Is that not, I've heard it both ways. No. <laughs> why, why would you put a tool in the workbench? It's on the workbench. Tools no. are in cabinets. Well, yeah, the, the bench has chest. shelves under it. No. I don't <laughs> Would that really be in the workbench then, though, still? It's in a shelf well, Yeah, would you say, like, this book is in the bookcase? It's on the bookcase. It's on the bookcase. On the bookcase. Okay, I guess. Whatever! <laughs> this book is bookcase adjacent. No, that means it's next to the bookcase, floating <laughs> in midair! Some asshole piled them up next to it. No, it would be like if it was a pile on the floor. I just said that, man. Anyway, the flash. <laughs> uh, this was a lovely episode. Oh remember a lot of this this was the james bond one where they oh i had such a good time with i loved everything ralph was doing but it's another episode of barry you don't know the answer to everything and you need to trust your team if you're gonna actually leave them in charge well and i think that's what all of this is showing is his he's so used to being the front man for it he's needs to realize his team is very competent each in a lot of their own ways so yeah 
Yeah. Plus, they, they James Bonded it up, had like, you know, infiltrate using your, your tuxedos and like evil villain black marketplace and I mean, sky I guess, lasers and I laser I, lasers. I just don't like James Bond enough that I was the whole time I'm just like, man. All right, no, no. This is too cheesy for Shut me. Shut it down. I'm not this, enjoying this. This show's over. I'm going to go drink rib sauce. Instead rib of sauce. listening, to, I don't know what that is. Because uh, literally, the first thing sauce. you saw, you were the worst at a Kaiser Soze plan. <laughs> no, that's actually exactly what Kaiser Soze did. But he didn't sell it. That's true. I'm gonna go drink some rib sauce, mm. y'all. Y'all nailed it. No, if you're gonna say something, you gotta be really depressed about it. Like that's your only recourse, and go. like it's the only thing. I'm gonna go drown drink myself in Skippy peanut butter in rib sauce. Yeah, no, that was much better. Or would it be on rib sauce? In <laughs> in rib sauce. It's a callback. If that's what you want, I'm going to fill your tub full of rib sauce and just dump you in it one of these days. Oh my god, what if they go on a vacation and we just fill the shower with rib sauce? (laughs) Dude, I would smell so good afterward. Ew! "Mm, I smell delicious. Mm, Anyway, mm, mm. I liked it because it was very heavy Ralph, and I like Ralph. Yeah, yeah, it was great. And it was really fun seeing him be very competent in in his stuff. Mm -hmm. And I really don't like that ultraviolet lady because she looks exactly like uh, Silk from... She Spider-Man does. stuff, yeah. and it confuses me every time she shows up. I'm like, wait, that's my... Oh, no, okay, no, it's just that hacky knockoff. Knockoff? Fucking Hacky knockoff mm-hmm. character. See, I don't mind because she is very hot. Actually, she showed up, and this one made a little sound <laughs> at her end of the couch, and I was like, oh, oh, really? Jesus. Mm-hmm. J-sus. Black leather and eyeliner? Yeah, that's 100% my thing. Long curly hair. Yep. Ability to kill a man with <laughs> just her finger. Mm-hmm, nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Regardless of gender, if you've got eyeliner and black leather and you're a murder machine, yeah, I'm, all, I'm here for that. <laughs> Bucky Barnes. Very Correct. specific fetishes. <laughs> it's like violent competency. That's her yeah. jam. Oh, yeah. I'm competency strut. in general. She's very much violent competency. I'm not not violent competency. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's focus up. We had like the, the beeline with uh, DA, XDA Cecile Horton, which was very weird. And I didn't, I didn't like care it, about. no. Um, but it looks like we may get the... Uh, it was very like Cyrano de Bergiac, but like, that's shitty. a gross story. Yeah. <laughs> like, we shouldn't keep propping that one up. That's gets gross. Um, and I don't... They skated a little bit past how when she was DA, that her use of telepathy is a big... Super illegal. Is really not okay. And they just sort of skimmed over that. It was like a joke line. And I was mm-hmm. like, we should probably talk about that a little. Well, and then she does it again using her telepathy to, like, hook someone up, which is like the grossest use of your telepathy. That's such a breach of somebody else's trust. Mm-hmm. And I would have to assume that if those two got together, eventually she's going to find out. And if it was me, I would be super grossed out. Yeah, I'd be just like, oh, like, cool. You were in me. Dude. I don't like this at all. You just penetrated like my brain. Person. Come yeah, on, man. man. <laughs> use the word penetrate. I like how you saw us, like, our faces, like, flinching, and you went, how can I make this more awful? Yeah, it's like, well, awful? let's double down. I mean, it's one thing if a person I'm into has telepathy, and they can't control that, right? So if they're near me, they might accidentally hear that I am into them. But to, like, purposefully use somebody else just feels gross to me. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like it. I like that it wasn't our new friend's idea. Like, he he just went along with it because he's nervous and he likes mm-hmm. her. So, I'm not mad. I'm mad at him a little, but I'm not as mad. Like, Cecile should know that this is gross. But she also loves her stupid power and she overuses it a lot. So, like, I can see her being like, no, this is fine. Mm-hmm. The only 
thing I liked about this was that it ended with him getting shot down. Yes. Yeah. That and she said no. not being shitty about it. Yes. And that he was like, but I did the thing. Yeah. It doesn't matter how it turned out. I did it. I'm yeah. proud of myself. And I, I was proud of him for that, too. Yeah. yeah. Also, he may uh, show up around Star Lab, which would be pretty cool. That would be very So cool. I'd like to see him, Cisco and Caitlin, like, yes. nerd out together. Yeah. I like him a lot. I think he could be a good addition to the team. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we wrap up with a, uh, like, presentation for Ralph as the elongated man as hey, you know, officially recognizing you as one of Central City's protectors. And then Barry gets a really nice shout-out, and I, th- I like that a lot. That was so funny. Like, the Flash went, bye, everyone, and, like, had to leave real quick. So Barry could come in the back. I was like, okay. Yeah. Everybody knows now. No, this city is very dumb. It, they're so dumb. I assume Or every- they all know when they're like, we just don't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, like, yes, he, he's trying so hard. It's fine. We'll let him have this. I was like those headcanons on, um, like, Tumblr where, like, um, Peter Parker's entire class knows he's Spider-Man. They just have all agreed to not mention it uh-huh. just for like everybody's safety and for his like mm-hmm. state of mind. That's hella funny. I really like the same. I've seen the same headcanon about Superman that everybody, everybody, knows. everybody in Metropolis just knows. But they're like, you know what? He'll tell us when he's ready. <laughs> I saw a really good one where like your superpower is when you meet people, they get digits above their head and the higher to 10, the more dangerous they are. And so you just work in this, like, place. It's an office job. It's whatever. And you meet this new guy who walks <laughs> in in glasses, and he's a fucking 10. And you're, you're like, like, what? Oh, shit. <laughs> and you don't really know what's wrong with him, but, like, you're nervous. And then his friend Bruce comes by, and he's a 9. And you're like, who are these people? <laughs> and then they bring their friend Diana, and you almost shit yourself because she's a 15. <laughs> oh, good Lord. And then you wor- you look up in the morning, like, after you meet all three of them, and you're now, like, an 11 because you know all of their secrets. Uh-oh. It was a really good little story. I liked That's it cool. a lot. That's fine. All right. What's next? Batwoman? Yes. <sighs> oh, man. I loved that scene in the restaurant a lot. That was great. We've been talking about this. We had a conversation with Mary and Shelby about this at Thanksgiving. Yes. Because, like... I had a lot of feelings. There's and so much to unpack. Yeah, Mary really helped, I think, us unpack that a little bit. Because Mary is of a different generation than we are. She's a different generation queer person than Beatrice and Shelby. Mm-hmm. And so she has a different take on where Sophie's coming from. Mm-hmm. In that, like... B and I and Shelby are kind of like it's 2019 like it's like why are you like this why are you choosing this life and Mary kind of had that life for a while and kind of gave us a better idea yeah. about no this, this episode made me a and yeah you know, I probably should have been already but a lot more empathetic towards Sophie well and Mary also reminded me that Shelby's not just a woman in the military not Sophie? just uh, sorry Sophie when did Shelby Our friend live? Shelby's not on this show that uh, Sophie is not just a woman in the military, not just a queer woman in the military, but a person Black, of color. queer yeah. woman. Which adds a whole other level to the spectrum that I, as just a, a white queer woman, cannot appreciate. Yeah. And so I have to really make myself give her a little bit more slack for that. Yeah. And it's tough, like, my, my reason is tough, which, like, I'm loosening up, is just, like, sure, her family's shit. But Kate's not shit, and the man that she admires most isn't shit. So mm-hmm. why are you still like this? But there's a lot that comes with all of those aspects of who Sophie is, and so mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense that you know this is where she landed, and she's doing her best. Well, and I know I've uh, I've I've learned over my life what children. <laughs> uh, one of the things I've learned is that people um, have an idea of who they are, and they hold that. 
And any sort of threat to that, to change their understanding of who they are as a person, makes everybody very defensive. Mm-hmm. So, like, you, it's uh, it's like you can't just call your old racist aunt racist because she's going to be like, I'm not a racist person. I am a great person. I give it church. I have black friends. Oh, my God. <laughs> and for Sophie, part of her self-identity is being a person who is in the military. And to to give that up would be a huge blow to her self-identity. Yeah. Anyway, we talked a lot about this over Thanksgiving because we had a lot to unpack. Process. That's cool. Hey, that's good that you're able to have that conversation. It is nice. I love our friends. All right. To give a quick recap of the episode, Kenneth, do you want to go ahead? No. No, I think you do a better job. Did you not watch this episode? I did. I oh really no, I really don't Busted. remember a lot about it. I remember it was a lot of flashbacks with Sophie and her in the military and us getting that different take. I feel okay. She did do Kate pretty fucking dirty. She still. did her super dirty. <laughs> because mm-hmm. I can hundred percent understand why she made the choice she made. Mm-hmm. It was shitty that she agreed with Kate to do this thing and then totally blindsided Kate. Yeah, she should have given her a heads up. Yeah, like yeah. hey, by the way, even if you, like, leave her a note because you're too chicken to do it face-to-face or something, like, give yeah. her a heads up so Kate can then make an informed decision on what she wants to do. I was pissed about the heavy-handed bullshit of her yelling at that random guy for removing Kate's sharpshooter medal. Like, that guy doesn't care. No. Yeah. You yelling at him isn't going to change anything, and you now don't have the right to be angry about this. Yeah. No, like, honestly, that's like going into a Chick-fil-A and yelling at the cashier. Yeah. Like, obviously, Chick-fil-A is shitty, but that person that didn't pay minimum wage. Well, even if that guy did control it, you already fucked this up. You yeah. standing up and having an impassioned speech where, like, it doesn't matter anymore because Kate's already been kicked out means almost nothing Uh uh-huh kate wasn't even there to see it so like it doesn't even soften her towards sophie at all so like what are you doing that was i found that really awful because i'm like you don't this is my problem with sophie this whole show though is you don't get to be in the closet and still mad that the girl you're in love with is dating other people you Mm -hmm. don't get to be in the closet and mad that she's out you don't get to be you know keeping all of these secrets and mad she has one you don't get to be not out of bumped out of military school but then impassionately defend her like ugh. man it's so tough because i like because i keep, keep trying to remind myself okay people get to come out on their own schedule yes you don't get to tell somebody when they have to come out if she wants to be in the closet that's her own decision but then i just want to shake her and be like love yourself more yeah, yeah. well i think it's i think it's two separate issues that you can definitely understand why she's doing what she's doing and why she's not comfortable being out. Mm-hmm. But you can also be real frustrated with her that she's being shitty toward Kate completely unfairly. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's the, my end of the episode takeaway still was, okay, I, I like Sophie more. I don't give a fuck about this love triangle. triangle like bullshit. Yeah. Wasting away lusty shit. Like, go fuck yourself. Well, and the husband, he, like, sort of vaguely calls her out. He's like, you know, do you still have feelings for Kate? And she didn't doesn't say anything, which is like, I uh, yes. said yes. Mm-hmm. Because, and I, I sort of get where the husband is coming from. What I really wanted him to say was, 
I'm not mad that you have an ex who's a girl. I'm mad that you didn't tell me because I thought we trusted each other more than that. Yes. Yes. Or I'm not even mad if you still have fucked up feelings about her because of the way that you guys ended. Mm -hmm. But I am mad you don't feel like you can talk to me about this. It says a lot about you. It says a lot about me. And it says a lot about our relationship. relationship. Because I want you to be able to tell me things. I want you to feel like this is a safe space for in which you can be honest with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When people don't tell me stuff, I'm always like, what have I done? to show them that they can't talk to me because that's how you should do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I try finding I'm actually way. liking the husband more than I thought he, I yeah. would like. I'd like him just... to say out loud. I don't care. You had a girlfriend. Yeah. I think it's like vaguely implied, but I'd like him to say that because he's yeah. like yeah. a white douche bro. And I need that to come out of his well, mouth. And just yeah. television in general. Same yeah. as I want to hear people are by, I want to hear yes. them actually yeah. say it. Like, you need to overtly say stuff a lot of times still, and or people like, are going to be like, Oh, it's... I don't know. I like knowing this aspect of your life. I'm mad you didn't tell me you had a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it makes me feel like you don't trust me, which kind of makes me feel like maybe I can't trust you. Which means what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, that they brought in, um, what is her name? Julia Oh, fucking, yeah. Julia Pennyworth. Holy shit. She was, yeah. And she was so cool. I loved her so much. Apparently in the comics, she is a person of color. Ah, boo. Which we were talking about that, and I my immediate thought was, did they change her to a white girl so that all so that she, we don't have like Kate only dates black ladies? But then I remembered that she did date that other white girl for a minute. Yeah, the the bartender. But then Monica pointed out, no, it's so they could do the fake out at the end of the episode. But really, what they should have done, thinking I assume that they have the the season planned out and knew they were going to have Julia Pennyworth show up. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, when Kate became Batwoman, they should have had her do heavy white powder on her face. Because in the comics, she's extremely pale. Mm-hmm. She's like, like she's white, Irish, white. Irish, white. And so I think what they should have done is had her do like heavy white makeup, because that's the way she looks like in the comic, and it gives her a little bit extra mask to mm-hmm. hide behind with the bright red hair. That way, Sophie could have done it. Mm-hmm. You know, or they could have hired a black Julia Pennyworth, and then they just did the heavy white makeup, and it would have also worked. Yeah. Like, the the showrunner was like, oh, we want to do the switcheroo, and it wouldn't work with a black lady. And I'm like, think better. Like, try harder. Mm-hmm. Well, also, I mean, Marvel... Have a bag on her head. <laughs> well, I mean, Marvel has already established that, like, net face mask thing. So why can't... Why can't this is DC. Why can't Bruce Wayne have that, too? Well, I mean, technically, one of the Harrys has it. Oh, There's a whole true. season where he walked around in a fake person's... Oh, Ask. yeah. There's no, if we, we know Supergirl, Supergirl knows Batman. We met up. I'm sure lines of communications are going, or Batwoman. We could have, like, handed her a face thing. Yeah, just mm-hmm. everything's attributed just, like, to Cisco. Yeah, just be like, oh, I got this from my new friend Cisco. We'd be like, oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I'll hand wave any tech. I don't care. And that would have been, actually, it would have been more fun for the audience reveal um, if Julia was black, because then we'd be like, wait, who the who fuck, the is, fuck that? is this? Yeah. And then they go, oh, thanks. I love this thing. Where'd you get it? Oh, my buddy Cisco. And then, like, you move on. Mm-hmm. My buddy Cisco is from an alternate dimension. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't, you don't need to know about you that, You don't Claire. need to know about that. All right. Good mm-hmm. episode all around. Yeah, yeah, solid episode. Um, Supergirl, Supergirl next. So this one, I'm either it's the very first thing I watched, like, a week and change ago, mm-hmm. or I didn't watch it, and I'm not sure. So, okay, so I, I need your help. Um, <laughs> Lena decides that she needs a specific MacGuffin that yeah. Lex made ages ago, and she's pretty sure that Lex always believed that 
Lex told her that he was always sure that Superman kept all of his captured tech somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, okay, so if he keeps all that shit, I got to figure out where it is. So she manipulates Kara into taking her along with Kara to the Fortress of Solitude. And so they go up Um, there. Did you not see this one? I have not seen this one. No. Okay. (laughs) Was it a nice episode? Eh, It was fine. Okay. So standard Supergirl. Yes. You're, you're missing out on so much, Monica. I can tell. The long and short of it was that at the end, Lena tells Kara that she knew that she got the Supergirl reveal from Lex right after she murdered him. And so it was a spectacular acting scene from Katie McGrath, like really getting into the yelling and the like crying and yelling at the same time, which is so great. Um, but Kara's just like, I don't. What? I thought we were friends. And she's like, fuck you. <laughs> and then she like. Can, like traps her in the fortress and swans out. Oh, so they're like they're like they're, they're like in a fight fight now. They're in a fight they're fight. Okay, wait, now. and she traps her. Is Lena traps Kara? Lena traps Kara because they when they first they first <laughs> yikes. Look, they, I was very shocked by they, that. They they first show up together and then the fortress traps Lena and is like alert a Luther on the premises. <laughs> you know, surrender your kryptonite ring and your teleporter. And she's like, what? I don't have either of those things. What's going on? And then Kara figures out a way to let her out. Spoiler. Oh, did she have both of those things? She did have both of those things. This is my shocked face. Kara is so stupid. (laughs) She is so stupid. So she leaves Lena alone with the computer. And then Lena Lena reprograms it to trap Kara. She steals the MacGuffin. And then she uses her teleporty thing to, like, peace out. So Kara now knows that they're arch nemesis. And yes. no longer friends. Yes. That Lena had, that Lena was basically using this time so that she could build up Kara's trust, use her for what she wanted, and then betray her in a spectacular fashion so that Kara could feel the betrayal that Lena felt. Which God. is like very over the top. But Katie McGrath really sold the shit out yeah, of I it. Yeah, I need to watch that just to watch that scene. She's um, great. Oh my God. I I have to assume they're going to be friends by the end of the season or I'm going to be... Why? Why do you have to assume Because that? I don't have time for basically Smallville part due. I don't know. I was... I'm telling you right now, it's going to be Smallville part due. No, no. She's going to become a good guy. the way it's going, I think Lena might die. I would not like that either. Mm-mm. They better get, like, a goodbye kiss. Because they're super <laughs> into each other. No. No. You got to manage your expectations, kid. Like, angry makeouts. We got to oh, give man. him a fandom one-on-one how to manage expectations <laughs> with canon, just so you can, like, so, um quick side note i was just reading this interview with andy muschetti the director of it part two and apparently they cut a scene where uh richie and eddie actually kiss right before eddie dies i'm sorry Aww. what the fuck mm-hmm. how fucking dare right is it gonna be in the bonus stuff it i don't know oh my god and oh not my like, god and not like on the cheek like on the mouth oh and that they, they better filmed be it. in the fucking bonus they shit. filmed it but then they cut it because they decided it was quote unquote too much <laughs> fuck was, you not enough i'm sorry we had to watch two gay men get beat to death and yeah. murdered but we can't see two gay men kiss look you know they're apparently it's I, hate hollywood. Hollywood. I hate america. hollywood Fucking. i hate it whenever this like whenever this switch flipped between like the okayness of violence and the unokayness of sex i'm gonna travel back in time punch all of those people in the fucking dick and then i don't know swan out of there <laughs> Trap them in a fortress. Fuck you! <laughs> um, Were yeah. there any B sides? Um, Jean made up with his brother. 
Ew, gross. Really? Yes. Um, it, it sucks. Because there was a whole thing where he was supposed to be sent to the Phantom Zone, but instead Lena snatched him yeah. so that she could brain experiment on him yeah, without his consent. Great. Which is, you know, definitely very cool. <laughs> um, Ethically slightly shady. Um, um, Itty bitty bit. Extremely shady to steal a prisoner and then experiment on them without their consent. The Geneva Convention has some words about that. Like a lot of them, like a whole, a whole subsection. <laughs> At least a paragraph. Um, but Jean figures out what's going on. He has like he keeps summoning his dead dad for like heart to hearts. Ew. Uh, and then his dad's Be like your own man. He's like, do better than me. And so then he goes, <laughs> spot it on. Does impression. sound a lot like him. <laughs> Do better than me. He just floats away. Me. How did you know? Oh I've seen television before. <laughs> so then he goes and tells his brother, you know, here's a weapon. You can use it on me if you want, or we could be bros again. <laughs> and then they hugged it out. Aww. That's the that's that's a very concise. Gushy gushy. Was there a C story? Oh, wait, is his brother going to move in with him now? He should. <laughs> Oh, God. And then, like, next season, well, I assume his brother dies, and then next season, like, his mom comes back, and then she moves then in she for does. a while. And... Though it's, what's wrong with his apartment? Yeah. <laughs> he just doesn't like living by himself, okay? But apparently not enough. Well, the funny part is, is that he managed, Jean manages to, like, teleport into the cell or wherever where his brother is. Um, at no point is he like, what's this lab you're in? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't ask any questions? No! Oh, Jean, geez. you're an what the fuck? Hopefully so, I have they assume, have a conversation about that. I have to assume that next episode, he's going to be like, where uh, where are we at? <laughs> Whose lab is this? Yeah. Well, probably between that and, um, you know, Lena backstabbing Kara, like, mm-hmm. that's going to be the, the hard flip. Whatever, I hope Kara's stuck there forever. She's too stupid to be helpful. <laughs> it's now the John Jones show. Yeah. I'd yeah. watch The Martian Manhunter. I'd watch The Martian Manhunter. Also, um, um... What's your face? Alex and Kelly continue to have zero chemistry. We talked about this at Thanksgiving, too, about how, like, whenever they did the, like, tests, you know, they do, like, audition tests. Mm-hmm. Usually when two people have to have chemistry, they'll do audition tests together. They'll find, like, five or six actresses they like. They'll put them in the room with the one who they picked. So Kyler Lay is yeah, yeah. on the show. Mm-hmm. And they'll have them do, like, chemistry tests. Um, I'm not sure they did this because it's, like, null. Well, yeah, it's we know terrible. It can be there because because her and Maggie were so yeah, fucking they hot. were great. They were like sizzle, and yeah. these two are like sexless. It's hard to imagine that they're together because like they're not. There's no like tension. They don't like yeah. make eyes at each other. Like we two watched an entire of season of fucking Shit's Creek, oh, and yeah. goddamn no Reed is just making like sexy heart eyes with his. Face and oh like my that God, was yeah. enough. David and Patrick spent like seven episodes not even touching not each other. Not even touching. But every time they're in the room together, you're like, oh, "What's gonna happen? Yeah, what's yeah. gonna happen?" And these two, I, I've seen them kiss. I periodically have to watch the show, and it's like, it's like, what's happening? This is gross. No, it's like if me and Monica had to kiss for the show. I mean, we could do it. We could do it, but like, it wouldn't be hot. No. <laughs> I'd I mean, we're it. pretty hot. It'd be at least medium hot. It'd be medium hot. <laughs> but, like, it's not a thing you'd, like, invest time into. Like, I don't think there's a lot of, like, Kelly, Kyler. Kelly, Kyler. Kelly, what is the Alex. Alex, like, stories on archive. No, I looked. I mean? There are almost none. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm sure people are still writing um, Alex. And Maggie. And Maggie yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. Because, like, that shit stays with you. What's that lady up to? She should come back. God, she should be on something. She was so great. Like, legit, 
the chemistry between I don't remember anyone's name, Kara and Jimmy James. Oh yeah, was like palpable, fire. Mm-hmm. and that we never got that, but we're stuck with this anyway. Well, I'm I would not, say I'm the fine. obviously Katie McGrath could have chemistry with a brick wall. I mean, yeah, but her, we've seen it. Her chemistry with James, her chemistry with Andrea, her chemistry with Kara. You know, it's up there. Yeah, there are good mixes of people where I'm like, yeah, I believe that they would put their faces on each other's face. Yeah, I was like, Maggie or you so or Shelby, romantic. one of the three was like, it's basically just watching two straight women trying to pretend to be gay together. Uh-huh. Because they're just not, it's just not there. Which, I don't I don't have a problem no. with somebody straight playing a gay character. But you have to If have you show up and put in the work to yeah. sell me on it. Yeah. Just yeah, like yeah, yeah. any other acting gig. I feel like they probably both are really good actresses. We've seen mm-hmm. Alex be chemically like attracted to women. Like she can sell it. Mm-hmm. I just think Chemically <laughs> What is chemistry it makes is it what it I sounds meant. So weird. I know. I am chemically attracted well, to Well that's you, how it works. Well, I mean attraction is chemical based. Sure. Anyway, it sounds weird when you say we've it like seen that, it though. happen, and I think that this Kelly, while a great actress, is a casting mistake. Mm-hmm. It's hard, a hard buy. And you know mm-hmm. what? I'm vaguely like side eyeing it as it can't be too sexy with two women because this is America. So they like did a sexless lesbian I just, relationship. I don't buy that because she I was... mean they killed off Maggie in less than a season. Or she had two seasons, like a season she had, and a half? She had a season and a half, but I thought she wanted off the show to get more screen time. I mean, maybe. I don't know. So. Mm, I, I think it was something from the network. Mm, okay. The, okay. We went to the panel at Clexicon last year with Kyler, and the way she was talking around things and how upset she obviously was about the way the situation with Maggie was handled mm. and how she talked about how she was going to handle it the next time that they had a love interest for Alex made me feel like something had been passed down from up high that nobody was happy with. Interesting. Okay. Hence them hiring a woman with no chemistry. Well, it's just, it's so weird because I I would have bought that a lot more pre-Batwoman coming out. But, yeah, like, but super show... Supergirl can't be gay because Supergirl is like I don't know. I'm Batwoman. She's an openly gay character, so it's fine if that show is really queer. Like, well, and also it it's not. I think it's not just about so much the network. It's also about the writers and the directors that you have, yeah, yeah. and the particular showrunner. So if the showrunner and yeah, the writers for Batwoman are pushing hard for, we have to show her in bed with another woman. Yeah, we have, we to, have to have her kiss another things. woman. Yeah. We have to do these things. If you've got somebody stumping, then stuff will get through. Yeah. But if nobody on Supergirl is pushing hard, for except things, for maybe Alex. Yeah, and Kyler Lee is just an is an actor. She's not a writer or a producer. Right. She can't push as hard as some other people can. Yeah. So if you've yeah, only yeah. got one person, the envelope is going to stay where it is. It's not getting pushed. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's disappointing. We're disappointed. Yeah, it's fair. Especially with what they're doing with Batwoman. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's got crazy chemistry with a mm-hmm. bunch of people on this show, and like they keep just pick like her and um, Regan. Right? Like, how great to trot. Hello. You know? So, like, they can do it. <laughs> so they made a decision not to. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It yeah. makes me frustrated. It's yeah, sad. it's stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> All right. What? What's next? Uh, that super happy show, Black Lightning. Oh, where Anissa's... Dying. Dying. It's fine. Opens with oh, her. Man, I will say, she and Grace have wicked hot chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so she... You know, we, we were asking last week about... Uh, painkiller's poison and mm-hmm. how it affected her and apparently poorly not great well like so. slow at first yeah but then like it kicked in 
Yeah, so Gamby gives her about a week to live. He's trying to develop an antidote. And it's like, man, that's super strange. I really feel like I've seen this poison before. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. So that's neat. <laughs> um, oh, man, I really thought he was going to have to dig up that kid's grave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, fortunately, he's just got a, a grave scanner. That's like fine, you do. that's fine, that's fine. Doot, doot, doot. This grave is empty. Yeah. Thanks, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what else? We've got Henderson is expanding his underground, underground. resistance network. Mm-hmm. Um, Jefferson and Odell get into a dick measuring contest. Is there a reason we don't just kill him? I know, I guess we're like good guys or whatever. Is he dead? can we fucking take care of this? Didn't he get shot to death this episode? He oh got, shit! He got shot. I I don't he's think he's dead. dead. You know he's got Who like a bulletproof vest. Um, I I thought they were like Markovian people. Yeah, I think it was, they were Markovians. Oh, that's it was right. a teleporter bro and his buddies. God, that guy's hot. That guy's so hot, and he, he is, wears the sexiest fucking tailored clothing. And he's mm-hmm. very competent, also. Like, oh, I know, right? I oh. love the the fight scene of him in teleporting the, in around the, in, the in the van. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was that was rad. Good. I'm glad. I hope that guy dies. He sucks. I hope. The end of this season is shedding Odell forever and we can have like a different person or a different like story being told because he's extremely frustrating. Yeah, though it would be interesting if um, we go through all this trouble to get rid of Odell and the ASA and then in the power vacuum, what's his fucking face steps right back up to take Tobias? Us? Oh, Tobias. Tobias. Yeah. Actually, we haven't seen Lala in a couple episodes. What's that boy up to? Yeah. <laughs> Probably no good. <laughs> I'm I love Lala. No good. I don't care. Yeah. He's great. You know what, though? I'd rather Tobias and his weird racism against his own people than Odell, a propaganda machine liar. At least you know where you stand with Tobias. Yeah. It's like it's like Voldemort versus Umbridge. Oh, I yeah. get Voldemort. I'm fine with Voldemort. He makes sense to me. You can kind of figure out his shit. Umbridge comes from a super emotional, fucked up place, and she's worse because yeah. of it. Blech. Mm-hmm. And she likes cats. And you can't right. trust cat people. You're going to be a cat person. Uh, under duress. So. <laughs> it's Not that, that or much. babies, Kat. <laughs> yeah, so take, cats are take great. Take your pick. I think, honestly, that was most of this episode. That like, was mostly it. It was just Anissa almost dying for a really yeah, long like, time. Yeah, like a lot. And, um... Oh, um, we found out more about our new long-haired friend who can, like, suck up Jen's powers. Oh, yeah. He, like, manipulates dirt and, like, made her a diamond. He's an earthbender. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I need, I swear to God, they need to have him fucking stomp the ground to pop up a piece of dirt (gasps) and shove it at some point. That would be amazing. Just do it once as as an homage. As long as it's done, like, the cartoon and not, like, the film. Because I watched some of the earthbending shit in the movie and it was terrible. There is only the cartoon. I was just watching, like, clips on YouTube because once a year I go, maybe I should just watch it. (laughs) No. And then I watch the trailer and I go, no, I can't. No, fuck it. It's so bad. The next next time you feel that urge, tell me and I'm going to slap you in the face. (laughs) No, I'd rather just get lost on YouTube and then, like, laugh later about how terrible this you watch like is. that in uh, the Dragon Ball movie. I mean, no. Yeah. Anyway, that was Black Lightning. Still great. Love it. Yeah. Another yeah. show that handles queer um, interpersonal relationships better. Yeah. I really think we're onto something that someone in that writer's room is not here for queer stuff. Well, yeah, because, yeah, the other two are on CW and have a yeah. lot of the same showrunners. So. Yeah. Someone a- in that room. You know mm-hmm. what? It's probably a remnant of when it was on ABC. Well, I think we're feeling the difference CBS? between... When you have a writer's room that has 
women and queer people in it versus mm-hmm. versus one that I don't because I don't know sp- me, specifically what the makeup is of every show's writers room but I'm I'm taking a leap here and I'm gonna guess that we have more women and more people of color and more queer people in both Batwoman and Black Lightning than we do over at Supergirl mm-hmm. okay and uh, last but not least let's talk about Titans and how dope this show is Ugh, poor Gar yeah man he's He's not going to be a good in a good place when he gets out of this. Although I need him to change into anything other than the tiger. Like, give me his gorilla. Ugh. Does he at this point? Does he only think he can be a lion or a, or a I, tiger? I think so because he did a snake once, but it's when he was under control of a uh, demon dad, Zeron, Xerox, Zarzar. Uh, no. no. What the fuck was his name? Trigon. Z- Tri. Wow. You were not even close. <laughs> I was so far off. Yeah, so uh, it, it could just be uh, he doesn't even think to try another thing. And it's just, oh, I turn into a tiger. Rawr. Mm-hmm. But anyway, a lot of therapy when he's done with this. His poor little brain? Yeah. Mm. Man, that was so gross when that his head popped so, open. Mercy no is a fucking she, beast. She's there? a piece of shit, dude. Sorry. I'm still on Supergirl. I'm looking at the writer's room. Greg Berlanti. Isn't he? Is he gay? Gay? I don't remember. Anyway, there's two dudes in this writer's room who look like they're from 1940. What the and shit? Being that they're old white dudes with black and white Wait, photos. Wait, is that Siegel and Schuster? No, those are the people who created the comics. Okay, thank you. Wait. I was very confused. <laughs> yeah. Why do they have writing credits? Because they created, they created the character. Supergirl. Why wouldn't it say created by? Because the other one's like, Great Royalty is developed by. I don't know, man. There's no pictures for the writers, so I can't figure it out. Okay. That's fine. So but let's, someone let's talk, in that room did... Okay, we're on Titans. Titans. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I also <laughs> want a different form. The tiger's dumb. Let's do something else. Yeah, like a gorilla. Mm-hmm. Or the bird. And a porpoise. Like, be helpful. Oh, man. A big bird. Pluck people's eyeballs out. No, like, actually big bird. <laughs> oh! <laughs> he just turns into a giant green big bird and starts fucking headbutting people or something. With sure, that big <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I am here for this. <laughs> Man, I would love to see Green Big Bird just, like, snap a dude's neck. Jesus. <laughs> All of a sudden, like, the Titans get a call from Sesame Street, and they're like, you have to stop. Dude, no, no he just, like, melds out of the shadows behind somebody as Big Bird looming over them. Is there, like, a sound Big Bird makes? Like, a laugh or a giggle, you know, or anything? Like, what no. if, like, he has, like, a, like, a, uh-huh-huh, like, Mickey Mouse, and he, oh. like... Snaps the neck and goes. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so here for that. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, it would be like Mickey Mouse doing it with his like Mickey Mouse laugh. That would oh, be those amazing. big white gloves, those just big, wrapping just around coming out of nowhere. Ah! <laughs> the second they break their like whatever control. Oh my god. Oh, that's never gonna happen because they're just gonna keep throwing money. No, at the because okay, how cool would it be if you were if you did like a like a zombie movie, but. All of the zombies were animated characters. Like somehow, the, somebody does some sort of magic spell or whatever, and all the, your favorite cartoons come to life, but as rabid zombie monsters. That would like, be... like um, Oscar the Grouch <laughs> hopping along in his can, <laughs> yes. calling out for your brains. The Cookie Monster so is now the Brain Monster. Oh, yes. Geez. So pretty much like if Who Framed Roger Rabbit went, but with but zombies. zombies. Yeah, I was actually it. thinking. Who from Roger Rabbit 2, only this time he's a zombie. <laughs> Wouldn't that be super fun? I would watch the shit out of that. I would watch the shit. I, I love a good zombie. <gasps> Sonic the Hedgehog could be there too. <laughs> Are we just... going to go see that thing now that yeah. they fixed his I, entire situation? I feel like 
I feel we should, morally I obligated go, like, to yeah, now. More, like, morally, you should just buy a ticket even if you don't go see the yeah, film. Yeah, I appreciate so they much. They did so much work. Yeah, how they Those took feedback Whew. and were like, okay, no joke. we created a giant piece of shit. Ass, oh, yeah, no, it was, it was horrible. <sighs> he looks so good now. Oh, man. So, remind me, in Titans, where was Dick this episode? Did he? Did we even see him? Where was Dick? Um, yeah, he went back to the house man, to that's talk a question. mom. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the name of my sex tape. Where, where, where is Dick? Uh, yeah, he's... No, that's the name of Malia's sex tape. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yeah, he, he goes back. He talks to uh, Jericho's mama. And she's like, hey, so, exposition dump. And, ugh. I was so right. I was so right. Jericho I mean, is... it took you three tries to get there. So don't pat yourself on the back that hard. God. Ow. Um, I'm very <laughs> what strong. What did I say? Aw. <laughs> such a soft boy. Yeah, so we actually... <laughs> Such a happy little doughboy. Oh um, we opened with in Wait, full court timeout because now we know to start with. We open with, dear dumb roommates want pizza. I'm gonna order. Oh, uh, Peter. Peter said he would be in. Anna's gonna eat leftovers because I think she's had pizza like five times in the last three days or okay. something. Pepperoni and sausage. Yes, sounds great. Mountain Mike's. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll eat whatever. Cool. I'm not gonna eat that much either. So I'm just gonna get one large yeah. and we can just go to town on it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ew. What? We open with go. Uh, in Deathstroke's uh, mind space, basically his mm-hmm. mind palace, his if you will. Palace. Set All right, the Sherlock. Scene. <laughs> um, and it's it's just him and Jericho bickering, and we find out Jericho's been stuck in there for the last five years, and it's terrible for everybody involved. I would assume. Uh, and at one point, Jericho tries to get his dad to walk into traffic, and that was funny. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> so, yep, the end. That was the whole show. No, so what uh, what else did we have? Um it was that it was Gar getting a test run ran as a barista Aww. murdering machine. And that, that sucked sucks. too, because like that was his coffee shop. Yeah, they knew they him. They knew him. Yeah. Well I think that's what made Mercy it. sucks. Yeah. yeah, she's terrible. I think that was the part of the test was that she wanted him to kill not a stranger, but someone that he knew and had positive feelings for. Yeah. So that's what makes it a good test run for killing your actual she's friends. Like a literal monster. Oh yeah. yeah she's yeah. a bad person. She's a bad person. You don't become Lex Luthor's right hand man by being a good person. I don't think she's anyone's right hand man. Right hand person. Right hand lady of power right. and shitty murder. Um, Ugh. Child endangerment. Yeah. Speaking child of abuse, ladies of power, we've got uh, Donna and Dawn, and I need them to not have the two of them hanging out together because it it's hard to talk about. I'd love it if them. Donna just wasn't on the show. I'd love it if Dawn just wasn't on the show. All right, that's great. I think both of them might just get killed off this season. If it meant I didn't have to deal with Donna, fine Tim Drake deal. And then I'm just so happy because he's top three superheroes. What were they running around doing? Uh, they were they uh interrogated the the Cadmus dude because they got a lead. Oh, that's Gar. right. Oh, they showed up with Sushi, and he was a big dummy yeah, man he's like, about hey, it. You, you want oh, to see my, my dick my switching. Board? I can obviously trust these women. <laughs> no, no. Here's the thing. Two women that hot do not show up together no. to deliver your DoorDash. We were talking about this. We were like, if I was home alone and two men with equal hotness showed up with my DoorDash, I wouldn't even open the fucking door. Because that's a danger yeah, sign. Yeah, like, just leave also, it on the porch. I'll slip money underneath. Yeah, it's also like... Like, it's such an obvious, like, toxic masculinity, like, patriarchal system thing where, like, that would work on a dude. That would not work on a woman. If a woman looked in her eye hole and saw two men delivering one meal, she'd pretend she wasn't home. Uh-huh. She'd already have 911 called. That's the thing. He's, she's like, oh, I love your wakeboard. Oh, do you 
you want to see my wakeboard? Oh my god, I'd love to see your wakeboard. Men oh are so my, they're easy. So stupid. You're okay, so look, stupid. Look, in his defense, they are both so hot. <laughs> How you have been in charge of the world for 4,000 years, I will never understand. Well, you see, we've got dicks. <laughs> and we think with them. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> Literally, his dick t- twitched and he went, this is a good idea. It's like, oh man, these two sushi girls, we're going to fuck. No. <laughs> Honey. No. I mean, he did end up tied up, so that's something. That is true. And then and then Don ate his sushi. <laughs> that was funny. That was a power That move. was great. <laughs> That yeah, was good. yeah. So I, I honestly, I liked both of them this episode. I, I, yeah. I do enjoy them palling around together because it avoids them being around Dick and Hank, which yes. is where they both they frustrate both, me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Actually, Donna was less annoying. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also got. Uh, I was thinking in my head about what Hank was off doing his fucking. Oh yeah, what the joined fuck's a going fight on club with ring. Hank, man? I, he needs to get punched in the face a couple more times. Yeah, he joined a fight club. He is doing drugs again. Um, and then he got wasted, uh, fell asleep mid-sex with some rando uh, after he signed her boob. Yeah, and, and and after he sold his costume to a dude in a parking lot. Yes, that he, ugh, just to score more blow. Yeah, so hopefully this is his rock bottom. He gets out of his funk, goes back, meets back up with Dawn, they make up, and then they leave. And aren't on season I thought it was like fine if they don't make up. Like it's really sad that the second he's not around her, he slides right back into cocaine. Yeah, like dude, like, man, it's, it's not go her back to your job horse farm and like do. That oh yeah, again. and it's not her job. And actually, let me revise it. I what I would optimally like if they're going to be on the show is give them their chaos superpowers and have it like in the comics where they only really work when they're around each other, but have them stay broken up. Yeah. So then it's okay, we want to fight crime, we want to be powered folk, mm-hmm. but also we kind of hate each other right now. And that that would be yeah. an interesting dynamic. I'd even be like let's hate each other more like we're not good for each other as we stand. Mm-hmm. We need to stay together for the team, but we're not going to be together yeah, and yeah. maybe we can figure our shit out, but right now no. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, he she seems like she wants to get out of the game. Or, like, no, like, actually, she wants to stay in the game. Well, she wanted out, and then mm-hmm. he got out, and then she got bored. Yeah, yeah. she's like, oh, this this is So I lame. feel like they both want to be in. Oh, they're, they just they're don't both know how adrenaline to, chunkies. And they don't know how to have that conversation, <laughs> because she feels like, because she stumped so hard to get out when he was injured, mm-hmm. she can't turn around after they do and go, JK, I love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and he needs to figure out a way to potentially still be in the game with out being in the fight that you could that maybe he needs to be Overwatch. calm leader he needs to yeah he needs to be Overwatch or just go fucking talk to goddamn Bruce and be like can you give me something for my knees yeah mm-hmm. well there's yeah. so much heck what? it would be very interesting to have him take over Gar's job and run comms and yeah. have this like super jacked buff dude but he's just behind the desk yeah that that would be a neat uh trope flippy Mm-hmm. And he's so hot, we'd get to see his face all the time. Maybe he could do it in a McLean instead of like a full shirt. I'm into it. I mean, that or if he's not leaving the house, just do it in your boxers, whatever. Your bo- oh my god. <laughs> Tag your fucking porn, Kenneth. Or, you know, I hear it gets a little it's a little cold in the tower. Maybe he could wear yoga pants. Ooh. Sweet Jesus. Okay, so that's, that's... Men need to wear more yoga that pants. That is always... Yoga pants and crop tops. Like, the tough call in life is yoga pants or volleyball shorts. Oh, God. Oh, I, need, like, I need a minute. <laughs> oh, th- oh, no, man. Hank I'm... in volleyball shorts. Stop. I'm doing there. his, like, sexy dancing. Stop. 
Oh my god! Just shake it that booty. It's basketball shorts, not volleyball shorts. Oh, because of the shortness of the shorts. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. No, I'm back in. I was at basketball shorts where they're like kind of light and they flutter around the dingus, and you can kind of get like an idea okay, of what's step going one, on down there. Never call it that again. <laughs> That's like the third least sexiest term for a wiener well, ever. So now wiener I'm wiener thinking... being one of the other. Two. <laughs> what is the least sexy? Oh, I don't know. I, I I had to leave space for another one just in case. Now I'm thinking about Hank in really short shorts with like that bottom edge of ass hanging out, like they make mm. girls do. Yes. Ooh, just that in a baseball cap, Stop. pulled down low. Oh man! In that Brooklyn Nine Nine <laughs> episode, he wore a crop top. Yeah, he did. Oh, hey, uh, this guy was on that. We've done this before. He's I he's young forgot. Scully in the young Scully and Hitchcock episode. Oh fuck yes! I forgot about that. <laughs> Literally two episodes oh, ago, man. you did this. <laughs> Well, you know, look, you have something to look forward to. <laughs> in a, in two th- more episodes. <laughs> we get to remind you again. Hey, Kenneth, oh, remember? Geez. You're like my mother. It's very exciting being me because everything is new and fresh. <laughs> okay, right, anyway, okay let, let's wrap this up. Let's stop uh, sexualizing Hank out loud anyway. Was this? I'm all in my parts now. Oh, yeah. So Dick hits up Mama and then... This is when he goes to the suit shop also, right? Yes. Or- yes, and he gets shit from the shoe man. Yeah. He's that like, oh, I don't on fire. sell shoes anymore. I now sell fruitcakes. And it sure would be a shame if my fruitcake was on fire and then just lights it on fire. I also like, I also like when he got down into like the bunker, everyone down there was like, oh, set any suits on fire lately. So it was, <laughs> like, what was the lady's name? Like Lucy or something? something? Yeah. She was great. Dude was great. I loved that. That was, <laughs> it was amazing. Because... And it makes sense. Like, that was probably a hard millions on that of dollars. They work hard on that shit. Do you need really to light on fire? Like, come on, man. Look, he's, he's a little a extra. <laughs> I was having a day. <laughs> that was that was my favorite part of this episode. Can we go back to something for two minutes? Literally, we can, like, watch the clock go by. John and Hank have powers in the comics? Yes. They're not just, like, peeps who like to fight. No, they, they have they've been granted powers by, like, chaos go- gods of chaos or something. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I love a guy. I wonder how we could get that done on this show. It, you know, having it, what they should have done, in my opinion, is had residual power from Trigon stay in them. And that oh, would have been a good way to introduce it. Oh, they were all there to fight it. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. His power had to go somewhere. It yeah. Found but two willing bodies. They didn't. They don't listen to me enough. Well, uh, next week is the finale. I know. I'm excited. Finally going to see that Nightwing booty. Booty. You better be there. I, if they have to pack that with like yeah. foam. <laughs> yeah, you can, you I can don't stuff care. some cucumbers in there. Stuff some that... Cucumbers? Have you well, ever because, seen an ass? Because that's what you always do to like make your dick look bigger. Like... But it doesn't make your butt look bigger. Look, man, I'm no butt scientist. I am, and that's not <laughs> how we do it. No, it's like two hams. <laughs> Just Jesus. raw, moist hams <laughs> dripping in your pants. Gross. <laughs> Super gross. I'm reading a book. I'm reading a book about um, race car driving in the 50s and 60s. And this one guy would like he liked to be soaking wet before he got into the car to start the race. And I'm like four hours what? later. Yeah, because it calmed him. He had anxiety, but like he loved racing, but okay. he also was afraid of death. So it was one of the things that, like, calmed him down, like, cool water in his suit. He'd get into the car, and then, like, four hours later, part of the thing is you have to switch drivers so you can, like, take a break. So So some poor second guy has to sit in, like, the wet chair from this weirdo anxious person? I'd be like, I'm going first, and then I'm not driving Yeah. Wow. I will drive the first 12 in a row. No, I'm bringing my own seat. We can swap the seats out. Oh, and Rose... 
came clean with Jason Todd. That's right. That's what I thought of. And yeah. I forgot and lost. And that was a good scene. And I'm really sad for both of them. Yeah, it was a great mm-hmm. scene. And I, I understand where he's coming from. Yeah. I, I assume I am hopeful. I really like this Jason Todd. And it's mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming he's just going to stomp off for a while. And come back. And then, maybe I'm hoping. Yeah. And then come back. Maybe not as the Red Hood yet. Because the Red Hood's a lot, a lot darker of a, yeah. a person. Yeah. And I'd like to see. I, I just want him to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> he's had such a bum welcome, life. Welcome to having a dirtbag son. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's now your dirtbag son. be happy. Yeah. But so hopefully um, when everyone comes back, Rose also tells them about Slade's whole whole thing. I hope she gets to do it before he does it in like an angry fit. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. she wants to help now. And I think that's important. She was a double agent. She doesn't want to be. You want her over. Like use her. Also, man, that guy's such a piece of shit. Like, he's okay. Hard. To get I'm you to infiltrate. Yeah. Let's pop that eyeball out, baby. I like how at first she was like, fuck yeah. you. Ugh. Ugh. That guy sucks. Yeah. I think that was Titans. That was Titans. I like it. Okay, uh, episode of the week. Oh, um, oh god, I think maybe Titans. Ooh, it was really emotional. It was all over the place. It was funny. I liked it. (laughs) Okay, okay. Mm, I'm gonna say Arrow. Okay, okay. I I love Anatoly. I'm going to say The Flash because I really liked all the James Wan yeah, stuff. It made fair. me very mm-hmm. happy. Flash would be my second, I think. They even I love that they even had the, no, Mr. Dibney, I expect you to die. Know, and Ralph so is great. like, yo, how predictable are you? And then he's all very and pulls yeah. off a laser. That was great. <laughs> okay. And that is our show. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week with all of our stuff, including the Titans finale and Nightwing's butt. Have a great week. Have a good uh, holidays. And see you next time. Same amount of time. Same pal channel. Bam, pal! (laughs) I'm very glad we're still recording because I'm leaving now.